Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jim Pete here. His regular Thursday appearance throughout the Wolves season, the occasional summer appearance. Like all of our guests, Jim is on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. How are you, sir? Good. We ch- yeah, good. We're we're in Portland. I played golf yesterday at Pumpkin Ridge. Oh, it was a little wet. It was a little wet at Pumpkin Ridge. Have you played Pumpkin Ridge? Did you ever play here when you yes made your mm-hmm. travels? Yes, uh, they have two. I courses think you played there, here right? with Sam Mitchell and Kevin McHale, didn't you? Um, I played. Well, God knows how many rounds of golf I played with McHale. Probably a hundred. Sam, fifteen twenty. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I. I, I think I played there uh, solo. I might have played there even pre-Jim Pete. Yeah. Where yeah, you dialed in. Did you look like Tiger Woods in 2000? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> it was wet. It was like, it was one of those, like, kind of like, and then it started raining on hole 16. So, I mean, like, it was, you know, we, we got, soft. I was, Sounds I was like happy you're soft. that we were able to, I was, I was happy we were able to get through 16 holes, or 15 holes anyway, before the rain oh, came. Oh, so you left. Once it started raining, no, you no, just I walked away. No, I played the last three. I played. I I I half-heartedly God. played the last three holes. Yeah, no, it was not. Full no wonder China's you know, past us. I mean, no, come I, on. you know what though? The other two, the other thing too is that you know we were playing for fun, kind of. We were playing with our stage manager Harry, and I was playing with Kyle Tige, who's a great guy. He lives here in Portland, but we weren't playing for money or anything. So I wasn't as locked in as I normally be. If I was playing you, for instance, for money, I would have been way more locked in than that. Like we play for a lot of money, you know. I mean, well, I don't care. I mean, it's, just, it's more bragging rights, but it's it's we yeah. play for something. We don't ever play for nothing. Yes, no, no. Every time, <laughs> there's got to be a reason to play. You know? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I might even know a guy who's playing later today. I don't know. Just hypothetically, there might be a guy. <laughs> yeah, be, I bet. Hypothetically, I, bet. <laughs> I saw you in L.A. Uh, Clippers yeah. and Wolves, mm-hmm. uh, a few mm-hmm. others who I haven't seen in a long time, including our guy JR, was great. Uh, I want to talk about that. Director. I was your social director that, that You were night. good. You were very good. You were pointing out yeah. various people I needed to talk to and hang out with, and yep. Kilborn yep. and others. It was, it yep. was a Billy Duffy. It was, uh, it was excellent. And I will encourage people again. It's uh, just Kathleen took just such a great picture, you and Q. Uh, when you were very, very kind to come up to the, come up in the stands and see us 
And uh, just uh, I love that picture. It's uh, on Twitter, at Chad Hartman Show. So let's get to the second half of the game. I know the Wolves played the next night, and Ant went off, and they, they beat Portland in a kind of a classic trap game. But, yep. Jim, they, I'd say until it got to garbage time, maybe the last four or five minutes, those 18, 19 minutes that the Wolves played in the second half, I think is good of an 18, 19 minutes as any team has played in the NBA this year. To take on the Clippers, who've had the best record in the league for, what, about two months now, to play them in L.A., packed building, but by the way, a lot of Wolves fans there. I mean, it called a lot of games in that building. That's about as many Wolves fans as I can remember. And to do it both ends, Jim, the the, the defense that Gobert was providing, McDaniels, and then offensively, it was like take your pick. For a while it was Ant, then it was Cat on the on the dribble drive where guys were just too small. That was as good as they've looked all year, right? They outscored them 40 to 19 yeah. <laughs> in the third I quarter. Mean, seriously. I mean And yeah, into the third quarter. A, into the fourth, too. Yeah, they put they put a clinic on in the third quarter. Um they outshot them I mean, sixty three percent to thirty five percent. Um, you know, they they hold the Clippers in the game to you know forty point five percent shooting, and and they would have they were sub they were sub forty percent before uh, the the you know garbage time started. Um, Clippers garbage time guys like ended up making it look look a little bit more decent than it was, yep. but because <laughs> they weren't they weren't going to get to a hundred points, they got to a hundred points exactly at the very end. So yeah, I mean it was it was it was a very professional sort of a dismantling of a very good team who was playing great at the time. And so it's a whole Kawhi Leonard again. I'm like, you know, they've, they've held their big three in two games now, both at target center here. And then it's been at uh, crypto. Um, and so, you know, I think you can kind of make a, an assertion maybe that, you know, that, that really that Minnesota does match up well with them. Like, I don't know what kind of team I really fear. I think that, um, you know, obviously the OKC Thunder have given us a little. They've beaten us twice this year. Um, strong physical teams can give us a problem. Um, I think when you look at the at the standings, I mean, like I, I, the team I'm probably most fearful of is Phoenix, and then like the Pelicans have also kind of had our number two. Like Zion, we just don't have a matchup for Zion. Chad, you've seen those games against Zion Williamson. Yeah. <laughs> he he looks he looks like a different player. Like he licks his chops when he sees the Timberwolves. And so, well, I think he licks his chops anytime food is nearby. Um, <laughs> he, you're right, though, because I I watch him against other teams, and he's in and out. But the way he's played the last two years against the Wolves, he lives up to all the hype. And if you do see him play against the Wolves, you're like, absolutely, this guy was the number one overall draft choice. And he's one of the ten to fifteen best players in the game. It's you're right because you think the Clippers when they go small and they spread out, go bare and towns that would hurt them, but no. I mean Rudy, Rudy's defense that night was just fantastic, and I mean Westbrook had multiple cheap shots on on Gobert, and Gobert was ticked and was talking to the refs about it, but he just punished those guys. Then. There have been a few games where a few of the teams get every bit as physical against the Wolves. I, 
I think to me, Jim, it points out the Wolves' versatility, you know, and how they really can't, because they can play a bunch of ways. Big is the main way, but they can play other ways. So they have an awful lot of adaptability right now, and that's that's credit Conley for putting the team together, credit to Gerson Rosas before, and also the way uh, Finch is coaching these guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can play a, a bunch of different ways. Um, I think that one of the things that we saw against Chicago was that, you know, we were kind of – I was I was surprised that they started, you know, Andre Drummond in that game, that they matched up with us yeah. because actually Rudy was um, was going to match up with DeMar DeRozan. That was – they were going to put him on DeMar because DeMar's a mid-range maven and, like, you know, he's not really a three-point shooter. So, um, you know, Rudy was going to – but then when they started Deion, uh, uh Andre Drummond, like I just like it, and Drummond like was the key factor in that game. Like he oh, yeah. beat Rudy up a bunch in that he game. He outplayed so, Rudy. Yep. And so and so and so like like when Rudy plays against those big strong physical guys like you know, like Sabonis too. Like Sabonis is a guy that can get into Rudy a little bit, and he he can be physical with Rudy and kind of get get into his body. And 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 so Zion is another one of those guys that can do that to him. So. So that's why I say, like, for me, like, because all the three-point shooting that, that New Orleans has and, and the way that they can play fast, um, and then they got they have really good guard play. They just can – they can fill it up, you know. So, like, that's a, that's a match. So, I'm – Phoenix and, and New Orleans are in some ways um, the biggest concern. I think we match up pretty well with Denver. I think we match up pretty well with the Clippers because, um, you know, size matters. You put – um, Rudy on a lot of these non-shooters out there, and it take, it's a game changer. So, yeah, I, I think Finchie's done a great job coaching these guys up. And and so, Chad, now they're playing better, too. Um, you think about fourth-quarter problems, and it's it's kind of a – Finch kind of laughs it off a little bit. But I noticed this um, when we were in Milwaukee. And so I get into the arena, and I look at where we're shooting. And typically, the Timberwolves shoot on their bench end. Um, and they so their their offense is in front of their bench to start the game, and their and their defense mm-hmm. is in front of their bench in the second half. And Rudy has been wanting Finch to change that up. He's been wanting to switch ends because that's what they did in Utah. And you know, Pop used to do that too, Chad. If you remember, like you know, Pop has yeah. done that for years. Where you know we come. This is a big flip Santa, thing too. Santa flip Antonio, would always talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. San Antonio would warm up on our bench end all the time. Yes. But so what's happened though is now Minnesota they've scored 120 points, you know, in the last four games and in the last three games Minnesota's gone 3 and 0 since the switch and Rudy's just beaming right now. He's just loving it that 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 his genius sort of like flipping of the ends now. I don't think it's quite genius. <laughs> but Chad, Chad, the second halves, the second halves have been better. The fourth quarters okay. have been better. Let's pause on that cuz I, I want to pick up on that cuz I I don't think it's case closed yet, but you're right. The data of late, they have been better. There's no doubt about it. Jim Pete is with us. If you have a text question or comment about the Wolves for Jim, text away right now. 651-461-9226. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 22 past the hour of one. Jason will be with us in about 15 minutes. Jim Pete, his regular appearance here. I, I get what you're saying about Gobert's been pushing this. I just... I just think back to all my years calling and just observing this for a long time, that when you have these long seasons like basketball 82 or uh, basketball 82 and baseball 162, there's like a two or three game stretch where we found the solution, you know, where, where it's this particular area and then it's like another game. It goes the other way. It's like, okay, that's, that's done. Cause this, this, I, I could make the argument that this team's calling card is defense, right? And so if you can have Finch right there and he's helping calling out where Gobert should go and how Jaden uh, is guarding somebody, I would say this. I want to see the Wolves somewhere in the next month play a fourth quarter and it's starting to slip away. And it's against a better team. It's not against a Portland, okay? And they're real a little bit. And then if they come back, settle themselves down, and they're in front of their bench, and the play calling's working, my buy-in's just going to be a little higher. Because I still, if, I put out a tweet the other day, by the way, saying, people who are just worried over and over again, this is going to end up bad, just knock it off. Enjoy the run. I mean, they're, they're not a, they not only have a great record, they're a really fun team to watch. But you can also say, Hey, here are some concerns. I just want to see them face this fourth quarter challenge a few more times and have regular season success because you know a lot better than me how hard those fourth quarters are in a competitive game in the playoffs against another great team. You know, Rudy's thing is that um, he's such a great communicator, and he is. And you, you've seen him during the course of his time here in Minnesota and in Utah where he is basically quarterback in the defense because he's playing center field. He's sitting out there. And he's telling guys, and he's so he's so vocal, and he's so intentional with his uh, communication with guys. And so his basic tenet, he's telling the coaches, he's like, "Look, I'll quarterback the defense. Don't like, don't worry about that. I'll be I'll be talking to the guys on that end of the floor, on the other end of the floor." He goes, "You guys handle the offense, <laughs> you know." And it's also really, I mean, Ruby's saying it's it's about the vibes of having the guys. Like it's a it's a motivational thing like when they're down there on offense and, and the, his bench guys are down there and they're supporting each other and stuff and the way that they do with the way that they're vocal this is a pretty tight-knit group you know and so 
when guys make shots, you see Ant when he was – I mean, you were right there. I mean, it was right on your side of the floor when Ant was banking yeah. those shots in and making those shots and the way that he right. was pointing back at the bench. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chad, that, that is great energy. And so I, mm-hmm. I can see Rudy's yep. point. Rudy's saying, like, look, I'll communicate to defense. You guys handle the offense, and we're going to win games. Okay, here's this question. So Ant is their best player. We all agree. But who is their most essential player? Is, is it still Ant, or is Rudy potentially the most essential player? Or, you know, I had Finch on here a couple weeks ago, and he was making the argument that Conley might be their most essential player. What, what, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, Mike is, Mike is such a, a locker room, one-on-one, handle issues as they come up individually like he's like another coach on the bench that can get the guys but he's actually out on the floor too and so mike is one of those point guards that you know what's so essential is to be able to especially as a point guard you know to be able to identify things that could happen especially like during timeouts think about uh like you know when Flip would be on the sideline and, and he'd call, you know, the point, whatever point guard, whether it's, you know, Trill Brandon, Sam Cassell, whatever, and they would have their little con- their little consultation or whatever, right? Well, Mike is mm-hmm. doing that on the floor with players, and so he doesn't yell at guys or tell guys what to do after a bad thing happened. He's telling, it, he's telling them what's good could happen before it happens and guard against it so that it doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, that's a very underrated thing. Think about that. I mean, like – so he's got he's got the the depth of knowledge and the experience that he's been through all these battles before. He knows the things that in time time and score situational basketball like the things that they, that is are most important. So the more that he can communicate that stuff on the court, I think it translates. But to your point, like I think I think Rudy could be absolutely essential. I think that Nikhil has been essential. I think it's probably between Mike, Rudy, and Nikhil for me because Nikhil has now become an invaluable player because when Jaden has his moments, you know, when Jaden has his moments where he's either mm-hmm. not locked in or he's making mistakes, <clears throat> yep. he does something stupid. Um, you can like put Nikhil in and you, and you don't, yeah. Like, I mean, it, here in Portland, I mean, like Jaden was awful in the game. Nikhil comes yep. in and he has four threes in the fourth quarter. And he's been doing that all season long too, by the way. So, and his defensive versatility, because he's got that great length, that he's probably better on guards. Like he's better, he's better suited to guards, yes. like the quicker, faster guards. Yeah. Than, than sure. someone like 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 you know uh, Paul George, <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah, Jay, exactly. I think Jaden. I see. I think that's differentiation. I think I think Nikhil is really our lockdown for guards, and we put Jaden on guards. I don't think it else goes well. You know, I think Jaden gets smoked by some of these really quick guards. Like he, like Shane. he was. Although say, <clears throat> and nobody's really ultra quick on the Clippers, <clears throat> but Jaden's defense, and I know Kawhi's. Not as much as maybe just his pure strength wore him out. But man, Jaden had some defensive moments on, on Monday in L.A. where it was really, really impressive. Let me get to a couple of points before I run out of time. So Pat Bev, noted journalist Pat Bev, basically broke the story or seemingly was breaking the story a few days back that Marcus Morris was going to join the Wolves. I'm blah on that. I am meh. I, I think he's cooked. I think he's a ball stopper. Now, is he a tough guy? Could he give guys a little bit of a different presence that way? But would Marcus Morris joining this team in a week or two, would that do anything for you? No. He's not going to play anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm not 
I'm not on that on that bandwagon. I don't think it's uh, I don't think Marcus Morris is going to move the needle for me. I I think that that only I think it could disrupt chemistry in a way that bringing in Monte Morris does not. You know, Monte Morris comes in and solidifies a backup point guard situation. Not to, you know, I don't want to move J-Mac out of the way. And I don't want to discount J-Mac's service and what he's done and what he can do. Uh, but but Monte just gives you another bona fide player in a way that that improves your team with Marcus Morris. Now you got to, you know, massage the Kyle thing. Like what, like, what does that mean for Kyle? Does that mean Kyle's out? Does that mean Kyle's minutes are diminished? Does that mean Kyle's not going to play in game situations? So I don't know. Kyle's been too important, Chad. I'm not, I'm not on the bandwagon of, of like, you know, I know people were looking forward to Kyle being perhaps moved, but I was not on that bandwagon at all. Kyle's been so good. And I think that, to, and Finch made this point after the Portland game that sometimes when, you know, guys, when the trade deadline goes by, guys feel better. That's one of the reasons why Kyle's playing better. I would say this, and I'll let you go. Uh, if they add somebody, and it's not like, you know, uh, Steph's going to be out there all of a sudden. but So, so the guy's going to be flawed. If they can have somebody who's just a pure shooter, which is what we've talked about a lot, and mm-hmm. – Maybe they play, maybe they're more situational person just to have some other weapon for the different circumstances out there. Sure, you'd love to have a guy who's such a shoot, uh, is a shooter and is such a well-rounded player. You could play him 15, 20 minutes. I just don't see that person becoming available at the buyout market. No. But if no. it's a specialty situation on a night when your offense is giving you nothing or late in quarters, late in games, unique situations – I still think they really could use that type of player. Like Evan Fournier? Yeah. I mean, I'd look at him. You know, I don't know I don't know how much is he's, left, but that type of guy. He's one of the guys I mean we were just we were just looking at that list of guys. I'm just I don't know any I haven't talked to Tim, I haven't talked to Finchie about any of this. Like I I haven't said anything about anybody but the buyout market. But I'm just saying, like to me, like Evan Fournier's always played good against us. He's always I've always really kind of enjoyed his game and the fact that he's um He's a Rudy crony too. He's on Rudy's, you know, French national yep. team, and there's right. that connection. So I don't know. I just that's like when you're talking about that kind of player, and I agree with you. Um, the only thing for Evan Fournier is I don't think he thinks he's done yet, and I think that if he comes to Minnesota and then doesn't play, it's just another situation where he doesn't play. So I'm not sure this would be a good fit for him. Do you know what well, I mean? It's another like, guy you so... could smoke cigarettes with too. I mean, all every French guy <laughs> smokes cigarettes, so you know you could go back there at halftime. <laughs> A couple smokes. Hey, how many times uh, have you been back at uh, at crypto since since you were calling games? How many times have you been zero? Back in that, that was the first time. Yeah, that it brought back time. a little, yeah a lot of memories. A hey, uh, lot of fun. Any, what, do you think this team has any um, similarities to that o three o four team? Since we're talking about twenty, I mean it's twenty years ago, and we're talking about o three o four to twenty three twenty four. Do you think that this? I think that team. I, I, think, I think people this, I think forget this team is better. I think this team is better than that team. I'll well, I think this is this margin. is a deep, deeper team. I would say yeah, that for sure. <clears throat> this team doesn't have Kevin Garnett though. Okay, and as, as great as Ant is, I still think I think Kevin might have been better in 03. As far as that team went in 03, when his second best player was Troy Hudson. I mean, come on. Yeah. But KG was orchestrating the offense so much, and his defensive versatility was so peak. So that I think we forget how good they were defensively because, you know, Irvin was a good defense player. 
Uh, obviously, Trent was a good defensive player. Um, offensively, I think they were more consistent than these guys. But I look at it and I think these guys should be more explosive. Because, I mean, just have an ant and cat and some of the, the, the other guys. But when you had Cassell, Sprewell, KG, the role Freddie could play, uh, spread the floor, I think that group offensively most nights was more consistent than this team. Because we've talked about a lot, as talented as these guys are, where are they still in points in the league? Aren't they still like 15th, 16th in points? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Their, their offensive efficiency is still, is still middling. So, I mean, it's, yeah. it's the offensive efficiency coming into the Portland game was was 18th in the league, but it's I think yeah. it's probably maybe gotten gotten one step better. But like to your point, offensive rating for Minnesota back in 0304, they were third in the league behind Atlanta and yeah. in the SuperSonics, and they yeah. and defensively, I mean they they were also top five. They were they were fifth in the league, so they were they were third offensively, fifth defensively. They were top five That's in both those categories, and they were number one in, in net rating. They were number one in net yeah. rating, even better than the Spurs. So. Interesting. I got to fly, okay. sir. I'll uh, I'll okay, be uh, watching you tonight. We'll uh, talk soon. Okay. Thanks, Jets. Yep. Jim Pete with Michael Grady on Bally Sports North tonight. Jason is next here on CCO. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Uh, I don't know why. It just cracks me up every time. Uh, we have a theme today, Jason, to Russia. Neighborhood protocol. Neighborhood protocol. Oh, I saw you, you. you. You absolutely created a narrative that endures to this day about me being yeah. a terrible neighbor. Well, I've got the data. I've got you the have receipts. No- okay. I have the receipts when you were working on that dog and pony yeah. morning show. Yeah, one time I fired up you. Yeah, you you'd be snow blowing at two thirty three in the morning. Correct. What's that jackass is their neighbor? Yeah. Just suck it up. Yeah, stay quiet for your neighbors. Mm. Yeah, sorry. I don't think you are sorry. No, I'm no. not. I had to get to work. You're... What are you going to do? I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Random neighbor, 
I have Minnesota and Wisconsin to inform this this early oh, morn. <laughs> All right? I'm sorry if my snow thrower is waking you up for 10 minutes. Yeah. People are counting. I've got people's lives That's right. in my hands. Yes. You know? Little inconvenience. Thanks for the sacrifice. <laughs> You're like, you know what? You're like, you're like a member of our military. You know, you've taken on this responsibility. Yeah. I once heard mm-hmm. Jeff McKinney, who I would then become friends with when I switched over here. It was uh, <laughs> twins were in a big game late in the year, like August, September, but there was a storm going on. And so the station made the decision, though McKinney was capable enough, he might have made it himself, okay, and stay with the coverage. And he, the text must have been in front of him, Jason. And, and he goes, Austin, he goes, you know, I'm sick of all you complaining about this. It's just one ball game. You know what I'm doing right now by informing you about this storm? I'm saving lives. I am saving <laughs> lives yeah. right here. Yes. Yes. That's, that's what I was doing on that. Storm watch, snow alert. I would have wanted you to move so bad. My God. Seriously, you know, 245 in the snow. No one ever complains, so believe me, my, na- my neighborhood is not afraid of me. Absolutely. They're afraid of you. I mean, they, come on, Dave. He's, he's Jason to Russia. You know, he's on billboards. A lot of Care 11 watchers on my street, though. They didn't care. Well, you know, you know when they became Care 11 watchers? Yeah. When you were out there on the snowblower at 3 in the morning. Ah. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe what's, so. What's Alicia now, doing? Now I have, now I have a battery snowblower. Very quiet. Mm. Very quiet. Oh. So, no so one, now when no you sleep woke. in, it's quieter. But before, it was sort of unfair. Know, suck it up, buttercup. Yeah. yeah. It was nice to get the so, snowblower out today, though, I got to say. It was nice. How did it feel? Oh, felt amazing. Just the sheer power taking... I mean, you think about the fundamental nature of, of shoveling or snow throwing. Mother Nature has deposited something that's impeding human progress. And what we do is we take massive amounts of horsepower and fossil fuels and we throw it out of our way. And, and we feels, tell Mother Nature, yeah. you're dead to me. Bleep off. You know? Bleep yeah. off. Guess who's in charge here? It's me. It's it's me with my gas guzzling. Hey, I'm battery powered. I'm clean no, energy, Mister okay. Clean, Mister okay. Clean. There you are, Mister Clean. Okay, so the other day, now I was up. Okay, but the other day at seven a.m., mm. the neighbor was outside. A lot of yard work. This was a few <laughs> days ago. Seven a.m. Yeah. Weekday uh, or weekend? Tuesday. Mm. Nope. No way, right? No. I believe, like, any sort of noise outdoors, I think, you know, it, 9 a.m. is a reasonable time to get started on that. I've had to check myself before in the summer with yard work where you're up early on the weekend and you're like, ah, I'm going to get at this. And I'm like, you know what? We can stand by. Are you still doing most of your yard work with a muscle T-shirt on? Yeah, I mean, after I lost the weight, uh, I I believe that it's sort of doing a disservice to keep myself covered up. 
again. It's a gift. You are playing a vital role. That's right. For society. It's a gift to my neighbors uh, and, yeah. frankly, to this great, great nation. Inspirational is, mm. is the term. I a lot of audio uh, here that we'll be using for sure when I okay. uh, declare that I'm running for office. Yes. <laughs> Selfless. Would you like to announce that right now? Well, your show is where people usually go unless they work yeah. at this radio station. So I'll be announcing <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> That's me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Here's our ratio. If you work here. Yeah. You tell you tell Brian Bass. Right. If you don't work here and you're yes. running for president, you tell me. You tell Chad. You know, so that's how it that's, works. That is that is how it works. Uh what is the earliest through a text here? Six five one four six one nine two two six. During the weekday, in your view, the earliest you can start yard work because during the week it's not seven a.m. Absolutely not. No. Are you saying no. it's nine? Is that what is that what you I think? Offer? Nine is a is a reasonable time. It is now during the week. I think you could start a little ease, a little earlier during the week than you should on the weekend, because I think on the weekend don't people usually sleep in because they don't have to rush off to work? I don't know what the rules are now that everyone's working from home. I suppose. And yeah, everyone by everyone I mean like the white collar pencil pushers the the real Americans are out in the office or on the on the construction line or in the hospitals real Americans so Dad. in other words here's the order right. afternoon radio hosts yeah construction workers That's right law and enforcement doctors. first responders all of us <laughs> are doing it. our part to to save yeah. lives let's be honest Harrigan, you are the neighborhood police for all of Minnesota. No, forget Minnesota. The United States of yes. America. Thank you. Bigger jurisdiction. And, and you get to, congratulations, by the way. Nice. You get to set the protocol for what time we're allowed to start yard work. Okay. With machines that are going to make noise. Mm -hmm. What time you is the earliest you can start well we're talking summer yard work we're not talking snowballing because that's i'm with jason 24 7 whenever you need to do it you do it uh it depends on the job 2 30 in the morning your your neighbor is out there 2 30 in the morning waking up the girls and you're okay with that uh if they are snowblowing the driveway and they need to get out yes because you know what i don't know if you've been to suburbia it's not that bad in Minnesota, we don't exactly live all that close where people are woken up by every snow thrower. It's a ridiculous debate, a ridiculous argument. Wow. But wow. be that as it that may, it uh, depends on what you're doing. If we're talking summer yard work, if you are mowing, if you're just mowing, yeah, 9 o'clock is the absolutely the very earliest. If, however, you're doing a larger project, something that's going to take all day, maybe all weekend, I'd say get out there by 8, maybe even a little earlier. A lot of textures, Jason, are saying 7 a.m. is fine. No, hmm. I mean, I'm up early. No, it's not. 7 a.m. is too early. Like lawn mowing? Like the big yes. or yes. leaf blowing? I disagree. I think 7 a.m. is sort of rude. Yes. No, now, I do, I do think the head of the neighborhood police for America is correct that when you live in this— so, like, I live, like, my neighbors, when I'm snowblowing my front yard, 
almost a 0% chance that they're hearing that because our homes were not built 100 years ago, you know? Like, it's pretty well insulated. There's moats. Yeah, the nearest home is probably uh, three-quarters of a mile away. (laughs) A few furlongs, as you would call it. A few furlongs. Yes, yes. So no one's one's waking up. You got the three-hole golf course in the back. Okay, how about this one, neighborhood police uh, duo? Kathleen's out for a walk the other day, and it's garbage day. And there's a sign on the garbage, do not put your dog poop in my garbage. (laughs) Allowed or not allowed? As a man who once was tossing his garbage into other individuals' garbage cans and had no problem with it. That would be Jason DeRoche. I think people need to cool it on the signs and the lecturing. Like, just deal with your life. We don't need the sanctimonious, like, oh, somebody was, like, people put signs, like, in their yard. Like, don't. what? Just, who cares? That's going to get you bent out of shape? Like, just get over it. I'm more annoyed by the signs that say, don't let your dog in my yard. You know, don't don't let your dog do their business in the yard. Yeah, if you're going to leave it, of course not. But if you're going to pick it up, who cares where they go number two? Pick it up, move on. Right. It's your garbage, okay? They're not bringing the dog poop into the kitchen. Uh, So, (laughs) Right? Yeah, I mean... That that is amazing to me. Like, here here's my message to my neighborhood: If there is room in my garbage can, it's free. you are welcome to load it up. I'm paying the same either way. the The cost is the same. So if you need a little extra room in the trash can, compost, recycling, the Derusha House is here for you. They also use your Wi-Fi. Hell no! <laughs> Don't slip. I mean, love. what else? <laughs> What I else need, can they use? Netflix I mean, passwords, no, all of its fair game. Yeah, you've got that new deck. Can they go sit out there in the morning? <laughs> you know what? If Actually, if any of my neighbors wanted to hang out on my backyard, they're more than welcome. I have very nice neighbors. <laughs> very nice people. I do too, but I mean, like Dave, how you feeling? You walked out. You got, you know. The I mean, you should probably on. ask. Like you should ask, I <laughs> yes. guess. But like, come on in. Use my fridge. I'm paying the same amount <laughs> either way. <laughs> I'm sorry for being you know? friendly. I didn't know like your trash can was like such a <laughs> such a precious precious space. Among the attacks, I've been mowing as early as five thirty. <laughs> It's the only day I had to mow. Get out of here. Vortex. No dog poop in your garbage. Fine. I'll put it in your mailbox. I don't want your dog poop in my space. It's that simple. My garbage can is my sanctuary. It's just fantastic. (laughs) So good. 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 We all have our things. All right. I get it. We got to go. All right. We'll, uh, We'll chat with you at the end of the show. Sounds good. Jason, right here, and they'll take you home. 36 on CCO. How about KNS? KNS heating and air. 10 years for me. And some might say once in a lifetime savings right now when you consider KNS's incredible buying power combined with utility company rebates and tax credits. Here's the offer 97% 
ultra-high-efficiency Lennox furnace, and the matching air conditioner is yours for $7,795. I'm not done. Plus, when you purchase this, you will receive a 10-year warranty. That's a long warranty on a furnace and air conditioner. And for certain qualified buyers, for 24 months, 0% interest. They've been around since the late 80s. Tens of thousands of repeat customers. I am one of them. I trust my place every single day. Track them down this afternoon at ksheating.com. The entire first hour, we discuss with a lot of texts and phone calls another tragic day in America. Not a surprising day. A day that you might have heard the news and just kept going because it, it didn't startle you. It's awful. It's terrible. And one individual is gone because of it. It's the shooting at the Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Total 22 people were victims, one dead, half of the individual's kids. So we're going to talk about that again next hour when former St. Paul Police Chief Todd Axtell joins us. Someone who was in this line of duty for a long, long time. When he sees what continues to happen in our country on a daily basis, regular basis, what does the former St. Paul Police Chief have to say? So Todd Axtell, who's always a very good interview, he's going to join us uh, right at the start of next hour after the news. Dave why don't you give me the Lindis construction time check? Time for you to step up. What do you got? Well, I'll tell you it's uh, 157 and time to get your complimentary heat map analysis with your insulation estimate. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 